Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely terrific day today, as always. We're staying busy down here at Health Masters, and I appreciate the phone calls and emails we got yesterday, a lot of people still called us up and people were placing orders. We were open pretty much almost the entire day. And so I appreciate the support. And also, too, be sure to check out the product of the week, the COQ10 Ubiquinol. Incredibly good for the heart, incredibly good for the blood pressure and overall circulatory health on sale right now as product of the week. That will be until tomorrow when the winner, which it looks like we're a pretty close tie between total rest and sublingual B12. So be sure to vote on the front page of that. And also, too, I want to just kind of encourage everybody. I saw over the weekend and, you know, basically on Saturday, and I know a lot of people have seen videos of this. Now, the media has tried to scrub it, is there was a rally in England, in London, England, over the weekend that at first I didn't I wasn't even sure if it was legitimate because the alternative media was covering it to an extent and the mainstream media literally would not even say a word about it and I finally started to get some emails from some customers and then I also looked at an article from Steve Cook from UK Reloaded and he said this is his article he wrote he said the London demo on 29th on the 29th was huge reports were that it was four miles long and compromised of millions of citizens. It's impossible to know the exact numbers, but as someone who was there, I say these reports are accurate. And, I mean, there are people everywhere, and pretty much not a single person wearing a mask. And they pretty much have had enough of it in London. Now, surprisingly enough, um, sadly enough, actually, in the United States, we haven't seen this happen here at all. Granted, and a lot of states now, you know, Alabama, Texas, Florida, Georgia, so forth, we have virtually zero restrictions. Down here in Florida, we have none at all, period. And uh, same thing with Texas, some other states. Now, London, if you guys know, they have still been having these rolling lockdowns. They've still been having these restrictions. They now have said now, Boris, prime minister, has now said they're basically not going to move forward with the COVID passports now which I found was interesting. So apparently what they did yesterday or what they did over the weekend with this gigantic rally, millions of people in London, it got everybody's attention that the London populace is not dealing with this anymore. They're not okay with this. They're not going to continue to do this because the more we're seeing, the more we realize there's absolutely no reason why anybody should even consider getting this injection. And now we're talking a minute ago, there was a – interview that came out last Thursday, and it's slowly been censored. I mean, you can't even find it on Google. LifeSite News, which is a website that I subscribe to, they have a lot of interesting stuff on there. And they came out with basically the excerpt from what he said, and there was a doctor that did an interview with Alex Pearson last Thursday, and this was Dr. Byram Bridal. He's a professor and viral immunologist at the University of Gulf, Ontario. And the research shows that he came out with that the COVID spike protein from the COVID alleged vaccination unexpectedly enters the bloodstream, which is the explanation for thousands of reported side effects from blood clots, heart disease to brain damage and reproductive issues. He goes, end of quote, I say, 
we made a big mistake. We didn't realize it till now. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein itself was a toxin and was the pathogenic protein. So by vaccinating people, we are inadvertently inoculating them with the toxin. He said on the show, and apparently he's a big vaccine researcher, and he was awarded a $230,000 government grant last year for research on COVID vaccine development. So he and his group of international scientists filed a request of information from the Japanese regulatory agency to get access to what's called the biodistribution study. He went on to say it's the first time ever scientists have been privy to seeing what these messenger RNA vaccines go after the vaccination. And it is a safe assumption that we thought this said it stayed in the shoulder muscle. The short answer is absolutely not. And what's troubling to me about this, Dad, and I'm going to get your take on this. I know you've been looking at this as well. Why wasn't this looked at before it was rolled out on the hundreds of millions of people? Why was this information not thoroughly researched and studied last year? Why now that we've been into this vaccination, I should say this spike protein gene editing therapy now that it's very clear that's exactly what it is, and I've said that for the last year, why now, six months into this campaign, are we just now starting to see researchers finally figure out what the heck this messenger RNA does and where it goes after it's injected. And now we're seeing directly into the bloodstream. And it's exactly what he said. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen, and it is actually the toxin itself. So what do you think about this, Dad? I mean, the the more I know you research on it, what is going to happen with this? I mean, everybody needs to realize we're going to put this on the website today. Forward this out. Get this information out there. This is not a joke right now. This is a very serious problem, and it's explaining now why we're seeing hundreds of thousands of people with adverse events in the United States and thousands of people that have already died just in the last five months from it. It was research, Austin. It was developed. I mentioned this on yesterday's show, and I've had calls and emails and texts from all over the world about yesterday's show. And it was developed and it was researched and the gain of function and all the things that it was going to do was and has been worked on for over 10 years. And they knew exactly what it was going to do. They knew exactly what the spike protein being injected was going to do. They knew exactly what the RNA messenger was going to do. And the spear of the development was Israel. Yeah, uh, there we go again. We covered this a year and a half ago, back in February, a year ago. Israel came out and announced to its top scientists they already had a vaccine against the coronavirus, period. And, it's again, it's Mossad, it's MI6, it's CIA, it's Wuhan, it's Fauci. It's always the same people. It's always this group. And you guys say, well, here he goes again. Yeah, I am. I'm going to go again. It's always the same group, the same priest, priestesses, witches, warlocks, and wizards that run pharmacia that the Bible told us they were doing this, that's doing all of this. This is all based, again, from the ancient Canaanite religions and the Kabbalah and the Zohar. Yesterday, I absolutely eviscerated that religion, that satanic group. you got to hear the show from yesterday. In fact, the show was so good, it got hacked. 
and we had to edit part of it. It was doing repeated loops. Nobody even knows how that happened during the live presentation, I may add. But again, they don't, whoever they are, I guess they are the people that took down Building 7, the Solomon Building on 9-11. And they don't want this information coming out. They don't want you to know who they are. So the question is and answered. It was researched. It was developed. They knew exactly what it was going to do. Dr. Byron Brittle, gosh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, this one really hit me pretty hard this morning. He's an associate professor and viral immunologist, Ph.D. at the Department of Pathology at the University of Good Goodlands. It's G-U-E-L-P-H. His research Interests include developing a better understanding of how the immune system responds to viral infections as well as designing immunotherapies for the treatment of cancers and infectious diseases. He's uh, one of the top pro-vaccine people anywhere. He he works with big companies to develop vaccines, and now he's basically saying, uh, we screwed up. That's his quote. We screwed up. We didn't realize the spike protein is a toxin. Uh, Wow. And uh, Let me give you his entire quote. This is just, I'm, I'm sorry guys, I'm kind of flustered this morning because this, this just, this has really got me just ticked off because I've got so many friends who didn't listen, who didn't listen, and I tried to warn them who took these vaccines. Quote, spike protein on its own is the cause of the vascular, neurodegenerative problems, not the virus. In the original theory, it stays in a deltoid, goes to the local draining lymph node, activates the immune system, but a new biodistribution study from Japan tracked the vax and spike proteins. It, the spike protein from the vaccine, gets into the blood within days of the vaccination, accumulates in the spleen, the brain, the bone marrow, the liver, the adrenal glands, and with high concentrations in the ovaries. Spike protein is a pathogenic toxin that causes damage if in circulation, binds to platelets, epithelial cells of blood vessels, Clotting, bleeding, heart problems, brain clot, bleeding, brain blood clotting, strokes. Conclusion is, quote, we made a big mistake and didn't realize it till now. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen, but never knew the spike protein itself was a pathogenic toxin protein. By vaccinating people, we had inadvertently inoculated them with the toxin. You know, Sometimes, you know, I read stuff and I see it in the mornings and I've got a report on it and I just shake my head. This is one of those things. I've had so many people that thought this was a joke. I'm, I'm not kidding you. They had the vaccine because their friends had the vaccine. They had the vaccine because Fauci told them to get the vaccine. And when I told them about the fact they don't need the vaccine, they laughed. They thought it was funny. Uh, this ain't funny. I've got good friends who've taken this vaccine who've not listened. And, you know, I'm going to say something. You know, there's a reason I tell you guys certain things. You know, and it's not because I'm trying to be, you know, Mr. Know-it-all or whatever, because I'm certainly not that by any stretch of the imagination. I've made mistakes and I've admitted to them on the air. But when I do research studies and I do research like I did on this whole thing from the very beginning, and I have literally read thousands of articles and spent literally hundreds of hours in researching this. I tried to warn everybody, just if you're going to take the vaccine, let it sit for a bit. Let it wait. Give it a year. Give it two years. Let's do some research studies on live humans and children since that's what they're bound on doing. That's what they're determined to doing since we haven't done any animal studies. Let's see what the long-term effects are going to be before you start injecting yourself. And, you know, many of you, most of you. 
most of my friends listened because they know that, you know, I'm a researcher. I spent 400 hours in the biochemical genetics lab at Florida State University, which was located in the Conradi building in one class that I took on basically biochemical genetics. And I understand how a lot of these mechanisms work. And so that's why I've always been adamantly opposed to vaccines to start with. And not because vaccines are inherently bad. Let me stop for one second because I was taught they weren't. Okay, it's not the vaccine in most cases that's the problem. It's the adjuvants. It's the things they add, like the mercury, like the fetal cells, like the aluminum, all the chemicals they put into the vaccines to cause a massive inflammation at the injection site. You can't put mercury into a child without causing neurological brain damage. And then I started doing more and more research, and I saw the MMR vaccines and how they were linking directly to autism. I wrote a book on this, guys. It's called Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities in Children. The book's like 20-something years old now. And I drew the smoking gun 20 years ago back to the vaccinations that were being forced upon the population of the United States and how we're having this massive increase in autism, which is now 1 in 32. If we get real numbers, it's probably higher than that. It's probably 1 in 10 or 1 in 15 now. Uh, Dr. Stephanie Sinef from MIT said by 2030 – is literally going to be half the children. And then before, if, if we don't stop, it's going to be all the children will have autism. And I've discussed this in detail, in length before. And I've warned my friends who've had children what they do, what the vaccines do. Most of them listened. Some of them didn't. One of them even was so bold as to tell me, because he's a, he believes in providentialism, which is really not taught in the Bible, that regardless of what he does to his child, if he vaccinates the child, the child comes down with autism. It's God's will for that child. He said that. Often heard him say it. I can't even believe he said it. I got so mad. I had to go lay down on the couch because my heart was pounding so hard because I couldn't believe he would actually say something like this after I'd sent him all the literature. And, of course, he has a little boy a few years later, and he shoots him up, and he's autistic now. Yeah. So this is something that really hits home for me since I wrote the book and I've got my friends – and this is why when Austin was born back in – this is 88 now. Back in 88, I had done all this research. I would finished my naturopathic studies, and I looked at Sharon, and I said, you know what? You know, you've had some problems getting pregnant. You've already lost one baby. I'm just going to say this to you guys. I don't normally talk like this on the show, but Sharon had seven miscarriages. And I said, we're not going to take a child that was so difficult to get and vaccinate that child. We're not going to do it. If that child wants to be 18 years of age when they're 18, when they want to be, when they want to be 18, they want to be on their own. So that says it a little better. If they want to go inject themselves with all these neurotoxins, that's entirely up to them. That's their choice. But I'm not going to make that decision for them because I've seen too many kids with autism. I told this to Sharon back in 87 when she was pregnant. And, and, you know, this is the, this is how we've done all this. The same thing is true. When people go in and they have the ultrasounds done, the, the babies, it's a microwave, guys. It massively increases the risk of damage to the child. It's like putting you in a microwave. Kids don't want to be microwaved. If you're going to do an ultrasound, I don't recommend doing it. But if you're going to do it, do it as quickly as possible. Don't sit there and take a vacation and do it. Oh, let's see this again. Let's see that again. Let's see that again. The Stanford Child Research Institute said it increases the risk of leukemia in children that have been ultrasound. Did. Okay, so so all of this stuff I've researched and I've looked at. But this morning, 
it got me pretty hard with this top virologist saying this. Now, what will happen is he'll be censored. Okay, I'm going to let you know that Austin said it's already happening. He may or may not, depending on how much pressure he gets, retract his statement. Okay. The study that was done out of Japan may or may not be retracted, which is one of their favorite things to do. They get a study that comes out like this and everybody starts quoting it. Well, they say, oh, the study wasn't correct. We're retracting it. We're pulling it out of the journals, which they've done that repeatedly. So here we are. Five, six months into this thing with literally 100 million people vaccinated with a toxin, uh, according to a top virologist, and causing all types of problems with strokes and heart disease. And this doesn't even address. Terry sent me a text this morning. She said, this doesn't even address the viral shedding. This doesn't even address the reason that so many people have come down with these types of cardiovascular issues who've never been vaccinated. So we have to ask ourselves another question again. Where are these shedded spike proteins coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it's being transmitted. Uh, could it be tied to 5G? Possibly. Could it be tied to basically breathing? Possibly. Could it be tied to, tied to you know, you know, feces and urine? I don't know. Possibly. Probably not urine. Probably feces. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how in the world this stuff is spreading so bad and so many people are having strokes and blood clots who are not vaccinated and why thousands and thousands of women all over the country and all over the world now are starting periods in their 50s and 60s and 70s and already gone through menopause. I don't understand how that happened when they weren't vaccinated and nobody else does either. This is some deep, deep black budget research. So, yes, Austin, to answer the question. They knew exactly what it was going to do. They knew exactly the kill rate. They knew exactly how they were going to implement it. And they locked us down. And Donald Trump is neck deep in all of his feces. I said that in a nice way. Don't look at him as your savior. We have one savior. and His name ain't Donald Trump. It's Jesus. For he's the author. He's the finisher. And he's the perfecter of our faith. For death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting when we have Jesus? That's why I talked so in-depth yesterday as to the atavistic hatred of Christians by this group. Because they know that we have a deliverer, that we have a Messiah, that God himself had a son and sent him down here to die for us as a blood sacrifice. And that he is the only reason that we have a snowball's chance in Hades of getting out of this mess alive. He's it. That's why when he says, I'm the truth, I'm the light, I'm the way, no one comes to the Father but through me. That wasn't some metaphor. He was telling you that there ain't no other way out of this mess without Jesus. So that's where we find ourselves today, isn't it? Knowing that we are the blood-brought children of the Most High God, that we are in blood covenant with God through Jesus. And if it wasn't for that right now, if I had not known who I was in Christ Jesus and who I am in Christ Jesus and what God did for me to deliver us from the evil one, as he said in the Lord's Prayer, this would be a pretty rough morning for me. But because I know who my Redeemer is, I know that we're going to all get through this if we believe in Jesus. Now, does that mean that some of us won't die from any of this? Uh, no, some of us are probably going to die from some of this stuff because they're going to do the best they possibly can to totally and completely attack us. Just like the martyrs in the first century, many of the Christians were sacrificed to the lions in the Colosseum. 
and sacrificed to the gladiatorial combat in the Colosseums and hung on crosses by Nero and the rest. But it doesn't make any difference. O death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? Christ overcame both hell and the grave. And that's what we have to look forward to, is an turning eternity with God Almighty. But in the meantime, while we're here, it's so important. We've got to use every breath that we have to proclaim the name of Jesus. And we've got to warn our friends what the globalists are doing and how they're trying to depopulate the planet by 95%. This is not an exaggeration. That's their stated goals on the the big things they put up, you know, as far as the Georgia Guidestones. I guess there's too many of us, and these cabalists believe that they're going to depopulate the planet because they believe they created you and me. They just These people are sick, and they want to have X amount of slaves per cabalist left, and they've decided here's what we need as far as I think it's a 2,000 slaves per cabalist or something, some, some insane the number they want. But this is the group that took down Building 7. This is the group that works together with their Masonic lackeys to do what they do. And, you know, so funny, I've got a person that I know. I was on his father's broadcast years ago. He had a huge TV show out of California. He spoke. He claimed to be a preacher, but he was a high-level Masonic lackey is what he was. I also did seminars with a guy and never cared for him. And I've told you his name before, but I'm not going to tie it together with this right now because of his son. And I told his son, I said, well, you know your daddy was a, a Mason, a 33-degree Mason. Oh, no, no, no. Well, of course, he's not going to admit that because he's probably a Mason also. But the sad part about it is is that this group, through the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, through the United Nations, through the international banking cartels, through BlackRock, through Vanguard, and all these other organizations they control, including Big Pharma and these vaccines and this production of these vaccines, and they control the media, they're doing whatever they want to do right now. They've taken the gloves off, and we've said this last week, they're playing for blood. And now it's just not their blood or my blood or your blood. It's the entire planet's blood they're playing for. And we've got to stand firm in the things that we know of God. And we've got to continue to pray. I prayed for you guys this morning. I continue to pray for you guys all the time. I ask that you do the same thing for me. But remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. I will continue to teach and promote the truth to all of you guys that will listen. That's all I can do. And I ask you to, 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 to take this show and basically distribute it everywhere like you've been doing, especially yesterday's show. Yeah. Yesterday's show, we pulled the gloves off. We just, I mean, I just, I skinned it yesterday. I had enough of it. So guys, please, please, please realize it's all been a giant plot, like J. Edgar Hoover said, a conspiracy so vast it's almost, it's almost impossible to believe when you see what they've been doing. And it's been going on for thousands of years, even all the way down to local level politics. Also, what do you think about it? What's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right. And this is why it's so important right now, so important to be involved directly with your kids, with what they're being exposed to, with what they're having basically thrust upon them. Why do you think Pfizer is basically shoving this on 12 to 16-year-olds now? Why do you think they're doing research studies on six months to 11-year-olds now? Do you think this is going to have no side effects on them? Why do you think that now even the CDC came out last week and said they're studying reports of heart conditions following the COVID injection? In last week, 18 teenagers, 18 teenagers in the state of Connecticut alone were hospitalized for heart problems shortly after they took the COVID shot. 
But nobody else see a problem with this. And when you see exactly what Dad was just talking about, what we've referred to, Dr. Bridal's saying the spike protein goes directly into the bloodstream, and that's exactly what it's doing. He said two things either happen. It causes platelets to clump, which leads to clotting, or it goes basically causes bleeding, which would explain why we're seeing the heart problems that we've heard about now. And then it, not even talking about what the study in Japan came out with the ovary concentration. The ovaries had the absolute highest concentration of COVID injection as far as the actual RNA out of any other organ in the body, actually more than 40 to 50 times in most organs. Within 48 hours, they were at 12.3 micrograms per basically milliliter of the RNA in the ovaries. Everything else, 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, I mean, minor amounts as far as compared to that. Why did it go directly to the ovaries? Why were the ovaries collecting this RNA more than any other organ in the body? Well, it's pretty clear that this was obviously exactly what Dad said. They knew what this was going to do here. And Dr. Bridal says, is this going to be rendering young people infertile? There's been zero long-term research on what this is going to do to teens and children. He said, who are being targeted now as the latest vaccine marketing strategy. He said, given the small number of young research subjects in Pfizer's vaccine trial with no placebo group and the limited duration of the clinical trial, the questions about spike protein and other vaccine proteins must be answered immediately before any children and teens are vaccinated. Now, of course, Pfizer did not respond to any questions about how long the comp company was aware of this research data. Well, pretty much dad just called it. You don't start dealing with the top virologist in the world to create an RNA injection in a few months, allegedly a few months, let's put it that way, and not have them realize what this thing is going to do. Like dad said, they did research it. They did test it. They knew exactly what it was going to do. Why else did they shove it out so fast and try to force it down everybody's throats with a water hose and then give us one of the largest propaganda campaigns we've ever witnessed in U.S. history? And it's still ongoing. And what's interesting now, Bridal said he has had a vicious smear campaign that's been initiated against him. He said it includes the creation of a new libelous website using his domain name, domain name. He said such are the times that an academic public servant can no longer answer people's legitimate questions with honesty and based on science without fear of being harassed and intimidated. However, it is not my nature to allow scientific facts to be hidden from the public. He attached a brief report outlining the key scientific evidence supporting what he said in the interview. It was written to his colleagues as well and with his colleagues in the Canadian COVID Care Alliance. He said the focus of the statement is looking at the risk to teens and children now since they are basically the new target of this giant media COVID campaign now to get everybody injected. Guys, this is this is big. This is horrible, but this is big. And you have to realize the next ones in their sights now are the kids. And there's a high probability with this research that he's showing right here. There's a high probability this is going to make the vast majority of these young children. Because remember, now they're wanting to inject 12 to 16. Below that's going to be 6 months old to 11. Reproductive systems have not even started to go into play yet at that age when you're just six months old, two, three, four, or five years old. As far as there's really no functioning of them yet. What's going to happen when these spike proteins enter the bloodstream and they start basically going in and 
penetrating the ovaries of these young, young girls. We already saw the HPV injection was a sterilization. Huge, yeah, the HPV vaccine that they put out was a huge, huge input as far as on making girls sterile now. That research has been out for years on what it's done all across the country, all across the world. So where is this going? Now, i got to give kudos to DeSantis now. He is basically doubling down on his ban of any COVID passport in the country, even though he's been pro-vaccine. I don't know if it's either he doesn't understand what it does or he simply is trying to play political theater, but he basically came out now and reiterated that vaccine passports will not be allowed under any circumstances in Florida, even for cruise ships. Now, apparently this looks like now the cruise ships are trying to take it to court. As DeSantis said, we're going to enforce Florida law. This is not going to be allowed even for giant corporations. It doesn't work that way. DeSantis issued an executive order, if you guys remember. He signed a law basically banning all vaccine passports by May 3rd. Both the executive order and the law go into effect Excuse me, on July 1st. And they allegedly conflict with the CDC guidelines stating that cruise ships must resume, may resume under strict health safety protocols. And so the cruise ships now are trying to take this to court. And what's interesting is DeSantis said that. He said what the CDC has done by closing the cruise industry for over a year, 15 months, they do not have the authority to do so. The CDC does not enforce laws. They have no precedent for this whatsoever. The cruise ships can open up under their own accord if they're operating out of Florida because Florida is open. Now, of course, we already told you guys the cruise ships. I told you guys a year and a half ago. The cruise ships are all owned by the big corps. The Princess Cruise along with Carnival and all of them, almost all of them are owned by just a couple top-tier country, a couple, uh, top, couple top-tier corporations, which the vast majority of them are based, including I think Princess and Carnival and the subsidiary to those. They're all based out of Israel. When you research enough, and I'm just not conspiracy theory, that's just fact. That's where they're based out of. And so these cruise ships have operated with pretty much very little restrictions because they operate most of the time in maritime law. They don't have to follow CDC guidelines. The CDC isn't going to send their Gestapo team in to halt the cruise ships from operating. They can't do that. They literally do not have the enforcement power to do so. They are called guidelines for a reason. And this is what DeSantis is getting at is these cruise ships are intentionally trying to comply for no other reason other than they're being told to comply. And so it shows you very clearly who runs and controls this aspect of the country and the world with these guys. They want everybody to follow suit. And if a federal judge does decide in Florida's favor, what's going to happen to the cruise lines? Well, they pretty much are going to be able to operate how they want, but that's not what they want. I have a pretty strong feeling the judge is going to rule in the cruise line and CDC's favor. They're going to tell them they're going to be exempt from this executive order, and they're basically going to be able to make sure everybody has their COVID passport if you went on a cruise ship. So I can tell you right now, I will never set foot on a cruise ship if they ever require any type of CDC guideline restriction or COVID passport. I've told you guys a long time. I learned real quick last year who I support and who I don't support when it comes to companies. What businesses were basically preserving and maintaining 
American freedom and which ones were absolutely diametrically opposed to American freedom. And you saw it really quick, especially when restrictions got lifted in Florida. And there were still businesses mandating people wear masks. I went to 1961, a restaurant over in downtown Lakeland over the weekend, and it's really nice now. Now none of the employees even have to wear a mask. Nobody's wearing There was a single person wearing a mask in that restaurant at all. And I asked one of the servers, I said, what's going on? Nobody's wearing a mask. He said, well, pretty much they've said if you have a shot, you don't have to wear your mask, and we're not going to ask if you got a shot, and we don't really care or want to know if you've had a shot. We're just basically reiterating what the CDC said. So – Nobody's wearing a mask. I said, well, about doggone time. Nobody's wearing a mask. I said, I'm sick of seeing it. I said, it's nice to see the server's face, and you don't have to mumble through a doggone mask anymore. So it's slowly happening in Florida, and a vast majority of people I talk to are starting to wake up quite a bit down here. And so what they're doing now, what these globalist boys are doing is they're doing everything they can to try to salvage the COVID narrative now because it's falling apart at the seams. Now you see that Fauci basically has just completely and totally stepped in another pile of feces again. Is Now it's come out that the paper he released in 2012, he highly defended the controversial gain-of-function research, saying the benefits gained from the science outweighed the risk of an accidental pandemic breaking out is most likely that a pandemic would occur in nature, and we need to stay ahead of the threat. The primary reason for performing these experiments right now, even though they appear risky. On Tuesday, the bobblehead Fauci defended the collaboration between the Wuhan Institute and the study of bats transmitting COVID to human beings. And then it goes on. He goes on to say, but we didn't give them any money. But then he goes on to say, well, we gave $600,000 from the National Institute of Health to EcoHealth Alliance, which gave it to the Wuhan Institute to study bat coronaviruses infecting humans. This guy was neck deep in this from the very beginning, and we called it all last year, right when it started happening. And the research came out, and it all got leaked out about all the stuff he had done. Fake news, censored, pulled down. I mean, literally, Facebook, Instagram, everything, pulled it right down. That's fake news. You can't talk about that. I said, dude, this guy has a vested interest in COVID. He is a basically a shareholder of Moderna. He is going to make hundreds of millions of dollars once Moderna gets their government contract to release this RNA injection. That's why everything got rammed through so fast. They didn't want any of this research from Japan or Pfizer to get leaked before they got as many people injected as they possibly could all across the country. And now that it's out there, you have no excuse not to get this information out there. So thank you again, my friends, for the continued support. Thank you for getting this truth out there. Please sign up for our free weekly newsletter. We send out articles and links all the time on that show. But it is time now more than ever because, listen, an adult is an adult. They want to make their own dumb decisions. That's their choice. But doing this and trying to force this on the children, not okay. The mask on the children, not okay. Trying to tell these kids that they have to get an experimental RNA injection, not okay. We have to fight because these kids, remember, they aren't 18 yet. They don't have concrete rational thought. Most of them are still in that fantasy realm. They don't even know what's going on half the time. It is our responsibility to cover their health. It is our responsibility to protect them, my friends. It is our responsibility to keep them on the vitamin C and the D3 and the multivitamin. Once you start getting your kids geared in that direction, 
it becomes very easy. You know, Hunter got done with breakfast this morning. He was going over to uh, the Little Ninjas, which basically it's like Ninja Warrior for kids. Absolutely loves it. The kids, cl- uh, I kind of shot myself in the foot now, though. Now he's been in this class for the last couple months. Now he just wants to climb everything in the house. He climbs up the wall, jumps off everything, flips off everything. I'm like, oh, gosh, <laughs> calm down. But regardless, he's, he's super healthy, super active. As soon as he gets done with breakfast, he goes, Dad, I need my multivitamins before I go to Ninjas. I said, oh, let me grab your chewables. Gave him a couple chewables, gave him some of the, you know, the fish oil, gave him a little bit of the uh, D3. He's out the door. And so once you raise them up and once you start getting them healthy, you realize that it's your responsibility, though, to take care of them. It's your responsibility to bring the proper food in the house. It's your responsibility not to feed them high fructose corn syrup and red 40 and all these other toxic compounds in their body. It's your responsibility to do the research on these injections. Like Dad said, when they're two or three or four years old, Whatever happens to them from these injections, it is 100% the fault of the consenting parent if they have an adverse event. It's not the doctors. It's not the pediatricians. It's not. You consented to it. You agreed to allow these chemicals to be injected into your child. It's not God's fault. It's your fault for not doing your own research. Don't be that person. Do your own research. Ask your own questions. I talked to a friend of mine the other day, and he made a comment that was very – it almost was kind of disturbing to me, but it was very factual. We were talking about animals. We were talking about instincts of animals and different things that they do. And he said, you know what is one of the big things, big differences between animals and humans? I said, well, dude, there's there's a lot of them. He said, no, the big thing as far as animals are much, much more adaptive and smarter in this area than human beings. I said, okay, obviously, human beings are a much superior species. He said, I'm not saying they're not. He said, but think about it for a second. He said, the only thing you see in the wild with a group of animals, the animals always follow the strongest, healthiest, most aggressive leader. Nowhere in the wild... Do you see a pack of animals follow the stupidest, most ignorant, sickliest, dumbest animal in the group? I looked at him. I said, well, yeah, you're right. He said, why as human beings do we follow the stupidest, sickliest, dumbest people? We do. You have these morons that are paid actors that are complete and total idiots. You need to get your shot. Take your injection, be vaccinated, you will be free. And everybody goes, okay, I'll follow the leader. When the leader's the dumbest idiot in the world, why doesn't anybody follow the smart, aggressive alpha leaders that are saying, maybe you shouldn't get injected with an experimental RNA shot that you have no idea what's in it and it's never been tested long term? That's quite frankly, that's the smart thing to do. I told you guys the other day, somebody hands you a glass, they say, listen, i got a glass of water here. You know, I'm, and I'm telling you right now, it's totally safe. I have sprinkled a little bit of decon in it. It's got a little bit of rat poison in it. But it's not enough to kill you right away, probably. But you need to get it because it may, it may protect you against something that you've already had. You're going to go, dude, that's, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. There's no reason why I would drink water with rat poison in it because you said to do it. But maybe you, you should do it. You should totally do it because I'm, I'm telling you, you need to do it because it's good for you. But it's not good for you. 
Well, I'm, I'm telling you it's good for you, though. But it's not good for you. It's chemical. It's going to kill me. Well, it probably won't kill you, but it's good for you. Guys, they're telling you an RNA injection with a spike protein that this doctor just said here is good for you. They lie to your face. They flat out boldface lie to you every single day and tell you it's safe, it's healthy, and it protects you when it does none of the which I just mentioned. Use your brain. Don't let animals trump us on this. Don't follow the dumbest, stupid, most ignorant, sickliest person in the group because they tell you this is what we should do because uh, it's the best thing to do. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. We have concrete, rational thought for a reason. We have a soul for a reason, and we have free will for a reason. Make the decisions based accordingly on what's the best for you and your family and not what some moron tells you you should do because he said so. What do you think, Dad? Well, that was probably one of the best rants I've ever heard you give, Austin. That was phenomenal. Uh, I text Mackenzie this morning. Uh, she's pregnant, like seven months pregnant. She's on the health master's vitamin. She's doing great. And she basically, I tend to send her the information as far as the spike protein and what it's doing. And, and she said, I cannot believe that people are lining up to get this vaccine because it's free. Yeah, it's free. That's why she said people are getting it because it's free. Well, it's free. I'm going to get it. And we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned to do that. Uh, you know, it, it's the same thing that Austin's talking about with rat poison. You know, fluoride is rat poison. And I can't tell you how many people do basically that I know still that go to restaurants and drink tap water in restaurants. I won't do it. I bring my own Yeti in. I bring my own water in. If they say anything to me, I say, that, look, I've got my own water. I make my own water. And is that okay? And I'll make sure I tip you on whatever the you know bottled water would cost because I don't know where your bottled water comes from either. I don't know how to do that. They use ice cubes in restaurants that have fluorine in them, chlorine in them. They, 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 they're chemicals. They have halogens in them. They attack them. They attack your thyroid gland. It's a rat poison. You can't see it. That's the problem. That's why the Nazis started using it in the concentration camps because the inmates couldn't see it. They tried to give them pills or put powder in the water. They would not drink it or they would pour it off to try to not get the powder back into their system if it came out of solution. And finally, they started using fluoride. And, and they start dumping the fluoride into our water in 46 after they read the research that had been done in Dachau. And this is what Fauci says. Well, you know, this gain-of-function research is great information to have. Well, that's kind of like the information out of Dachau, isn't it? When they experiment on human beings, did all kinds of horrible things to them in the concentration camps, and we kept the information and we used it for medical literature and science after that because we thought it was good information because they experimented on humans. Is that where Fauci's getting this from? What about the Nuremberg Code? It said he can't do that anymore, but it doesn't matter to him. He's a sickly – got to be careful. I'm about to say a bad word. I, I, I loathe this guy, all right? And Austin's right. He is unbelievably ugly. He looks like a rat. He looks like he's got some Nephilim DNA in him. He, he lies – continually out of both sides of his mouth. I've never seen anything like it before. He's neck deep and was neck deep in the development of AIDS. <laughs> yeah, that was a bioweapon against blacks in Africa, by the way, case and against gays in New York City when they put it into the blood supply. I mean, this was supposed to kill off, you know, the gays and the blacks and everybody else, which is according to these people that were doing this aren't necessarily, you know, supposed to be here, which is insanity. These people are so sick. And, you know, don't get me wrong. 
I don't like the homosexual lifestyle. I'm not endorsing that. But you can't just go around killing people because they're gay. You can't just go around killing people because they're black. It's sick. You can't be doing that. Like, let's go ahead and kill all the white people. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what they're doing now. It's all the white people that are the bad guys. Uh, it's just unbelievable. It's, it, this is this what what we have here with this vaccine. And I and I just sent this to one of my top doctors, who's basically in the middle of a giant lawsuit with the FDA right now. This kill shot is an advanced eugenics bioweapon. It's off-world technology. You know, it's, our battle is not against flesh and blood. I'm going to repeat it. This kill shot is an advanced eugenics bioweapon. <laughs> this is the fantasy of Bill Gates and the rest of these clowns. And, and remember, you know, Linda Forrester Rothschild. <laughs> you gotta watch. You gotta go back and watch do the show. I listened to the show I did a few weeks ago. I said, "Who runs the? Who owns the world?" She calls together the top 100 CEOs of the top corporations in the world and tells them basically to boycott Georgia because they were changing election laws. Like she has the authority to change election laws and do things she wants to do in the state of Georgia. But it wasn't the fact that she did that. That's the troubling part. It's the fact that she had that kind of power that she was able to do that. Think about it, guys. It's always the same group. The international bankers come in, and they buy somebody's company with fiat money. They buy the plant. They buy the equipment. They buy whatever they want, and then they finance it. They expand it. Let's talk about Amazon right now. Let's talk about Walmart. Let's talk about all these giant corporations that were given funding that basically became huge monsters and now the banks own them, and now they're doing everything they can to drive all the small businesses out of business. So you have to do business with Amazon. You have to do business with Walmart. You have to do business with these giant, huge conglomerates so they can basically control everything. Big thing people do with IPOs, initial public offerings. They go, I've had my company, and I've worked on it for 30 years. Now I'm going to issue an IPO. I'm going public with my corporation. I'm going to make millions or billions of dollars. And they do. A lot of these IPOs do really good. A lot of them do very badly. But guess who buys it all? <laughs> it's the international bankers again with their fiat currency. And they own another corporation. They own another corporation. They own another corporation. And pretty soon, you've got Rothschild Savings and Loan. You've got Rothschild Gas Station. You've got Rothschild Amazon. You got Rothschild Breitbart. Whoops, did I say that one? You got Rothschild owns everything, and you go, what the heck? You got Rothschild Drudge Report. Oh, did I say Rothschild Drudge? I sure did. You have all of these groups owned by these international banking conglomerates, and then of course that ties it all back into BlackRock and Vanguard and all the rest of it with their tens of trillions of dollars in assets. And they kind of just do what they want to do, and they have a overlying premise here that basically directs them. And now the big direction is basically we've got to reduce the population of the planet. And, you know, there's too many of us useless eaters, according to Henry Kissinger, another one I should say controlled person. Gosh, the guy just won't pass on it. He's now almost 100 years old, and he's still clicking along, interfering with political theater around the world. Well, that's probably because he's being given all kinds of stuff to keep him alive, isn't it? Gain of Faust, gain of fat function research from Fauci. Yep. Oh, by the way, Carnival. <laughs> a 
based out of Israel, you know, and they own like eight or nine big cruise companies, including Holland America. And uh, it's unbelievable, you know, how these people have all con- con- how should I, congealed into Israel, which is a non-extradition country, which means they can't be, you know, regardless of how much Costa Nostra <laughs> Jewish mafia influence they have, they can't be extradited. Uh, yeah. And by the way, Jeffrey Epstein's not dead. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. Don't forget this, guys. Jeffrey Epstein worked for Mossad, as does and did Ghislaine Maxwell, as did her father. Always remember that. Mossad does not kill Mossad. They're not going to do like we did in Benghazi when we tried to kill our own CIA members, which a whole bunch of those guys left the CIA after that. They're not going to do that. They're much more loyal to each other than that. Just remember that it's so important that we all understand that it's the international banking communities that control all of these (laughs) secret societies and control all of these groups that basically run and operate in the United States. I'm including CIA, Mossad, and MI6. All of this stuff is the same group. It's all being orchestrated to basically bring in their new world order, and they're doing this kill shot to do that right now. Look at Boris Johnson. I mentioned this yesterday. He, met, he now married some Kabbalist Luciferian who's basically directing him any which way they tell him to be, dis- be directed. And we have to understand this. It's like Jagger Hoover said. The conspiracy is so fast it's impossible, almost impossible to believe that this is really going on. Guys, I can just say this to you. I don't know how to make it more clear. You've got to take M-acetylcysteine every day. I take two twice a day. That's the only thing they found in that research study that stopped the epithelial damage of the blood vessels, the anacetylcysteine. You say, well, are you saying that you're, are you making a claim? No, I'm not making any claims. I'm just saying what the research study said. I take two anacetylcysteines every day. I take four scoops of HGH stimulate every day to keep my nitric oxide levels up. Guys, again, these guys are playing, <laughs> they're playing for blood. Now they want to sterilize the young babies. You put the guy just told you that when you inject these vaccines, they accumulate the most heavily in the ovaries. (laughs) He just just told you he said it from the research done out of Japan. They're going to go into these young girls and they're going to inject these one and two year old babies, these these toddlers, these four and five month old, whatever they want to do. And again, Austin is 100 percent right. It's 100 percent the parents fault. And they're going to sterilize these girls. I'm going to let you know that they're going to sterilize the girls. And remember, guys. When you have cellular differentiation, when a ch- all mammals are conceived female, the ovaries become testicles due to the Y chromosome and the infusion of testosterone into the mother's blood from her adrenals and her ovaries. The little boy becomes a little boy because of testosterone, which is antagonistic to estrogen. The ovaries descend and become testicles. This is how it works in cellular biology. So if the little girl's ovaries are being attacked, you can guarantee you that the little boy's testicles are being attacked. They've already told you there's a massive increase in fertility and testicular damage from the coronavirus. They've already told you that. They already released that information. And now they're injecting spike proteins that are directly attacking the ovaries and the testicles. I guarantee you this is happening. This is a sterility campaign all the way down to young children because they found out in Africa when they tried to kill everybody with AIDS, 
that they lived long enough to have babies. How about that? 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, they already had two or three children, and it didn't stop the population growth. They've got to get these kids before they become pubescent. Oh, but that goes right back to the hermaphroditic agenda, doesn't it? They consider childbirth to be an abomination. They do. They're sickos. They, this, these Kabbalists, they're sick. And they're the ones that are running the planet. I've got myself all frazzled today. Awesome finish the show. I love you guys. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> this is one of those shows today. When you, when you start getting research like this coming across your desk, it's um, it's troubling. I'll be honest with you. I told Dad that this morning on the show we were talking about it before we started. I said, it doesn't matter how this stuff is. We have to get the truth out there. Everybody has the right to know the truth and has the right to make their own decision. That's my biggest thing I've always been about. If you decide you want to go a certain route, that's your choice. But nobody has the right to tell you you don't have the right to know the truth or both sides of what's going on. And that's what drives me so aggressive with a lot of this stuff that I see all the time with the media and the social media is where they do not want anybody to see the truth. If they came out and they said, listen, this is one side – this is the other side. Pick your choice. You know, make your choice. Okay. But this whole, you have to get the shot or else. You have to get the shot or you can't work here. Quite frankly, I would probably file a lawsuit on a company if they said that. I've had numerous people ask me this, where businesses are basically trying to mandate that employees be injected. To my knowledge, federal law does not support this. Most state law does not support this, primarily due to this is an experimental injection. This has got emergency use authorization use only, and it's not been approved. People have been emailing, they've been sending stuff to ST Brower on Instagram, they've been sending me emails, I'll say the same exact thing. Get an attorney. Most attorneys are going to have a heyday with this because when you start going in and saying you cannot work here because of your religious exemption due to you not wanting to take an injection that's experimental and we're firing you for it, that is illegal, and that is the biggest play that you can move on a lot of this is religious exemption. It is against my religious beliefs to be injected with an experimental shot, and that is a 100% truthful fact. That's the best option to run with it, and a lot of places now have backed off of this. As soon as they start getting letters from attorneys, then that's, that's not cool anymore. That's not, that's, that's not fun. When you start dealing with lawsuits over this, because some of this stuff can go really big, Especially now, if you start coming in and saying, well, my boss told me I have to get a shot against my will. Now I'm having all these health problems. Now you have severe damages on top of that. So again, it depends how hard you want to fight for your freedom. A lot of people have handed over their freedom on a plate and said, here you go. You can have it. I'll take my free donuts for my free gift card. <laughs> they have, sad enough. So again, continue to fight. And so, I mean, ST Brower, Sharon's put multiple stuff up there. I continue. Every time she gets something, she's posting stuff up there. I know she's posting it up now as far as what to do, how to back this. And if you decide that, you know, you no longer want to work for a company for that reason, that's your choice as well. But do not be bullied. Do not be bullied. You have a right at work not to be bullied. Always remember that. So ST Brower at Instagram, Sharon puts a bunch of stuff up there on a very daily basis to keep everybody updated 
So again, my friends, thank you for the continued support. The vitamin C with antioxidants, we do have them back in stock. We're waiting on the big batch. That's the vitamin C with the antioxidants, the quercetin, super aggressive vitamin C formula. That's the one that I microdose all day long, usually take it two, three times a day, really keeps vitamin and see blood levels up to the entire day, keeps the immune system through the roof. So again, check that out, including we also have the uh, healthy immune kit, and we also have the four-pack and two-pack specials on the food buckets. And I've encouraged everybody, if you have extra cash right now, continue to be putting stuff aside that you need. Guns, ammo, gold, silver, medical kits, food buckets, if you can't afford food buckets, go start figuring out beans and rice storage, what best works for you. A lot of people put them in bags and mylar seal them and put them in big buckets. I put them actually in paint buckets where you can seal them up with a mylar bag inside. A lot of stuff you can do right now, but it's crucial. Because what they're going to do next is going to be the food. That's going to be the next the next thing they're going to do, I'm telling you that right now, the food's not only going to go through the roof, they're going to start restricting who can go get food first based on your vaccine status. It may not be in all states, but it's going to happen in some of these hardcore leftist states as a beta test first. Thank you again, my friends, for the support. Keep up the faith. Keep up the fight. Don't allow yourself to be bullied. Appreciate the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay strong. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.